Welcome to my podcast, Like It Is with Melissa. This is your girl, Melissa Freeman. Listen, y'all, I tell it like it is. And I am going to touch on topics about every season and event that happens in your life and in your relationships. And I'm going to keep it real. Join the journey with me to be a part of real conversations. Today, I want to talk about my mom's last words. When I say last words, I mean two, three months before her passing. I truly and honestly believe that she knew she was going to leave this earth soon and be with the Lord. And there were a lot of things that she sold into me. There was a lot of ways that she encouraged me. And there were some famous quotes. And I'm saying famous because she and my mom was famous, at least to me. She was famous. Um, There were some famous quotes that she said to me that really fed into who I am today. Um, And even this podcast itself. So I want to say to my mom, rest in heaven and thank you for all you've done. Let's get to her quotes that she said to me. So the first one was, I got used to being stressed out. Don't you do that, Missy. And she gave me a look. So when you have a relationship with someone and they make statements or comments, you know how to read in between the lines, under the lines, over the lines, the side of the lines. You know how to read what they're saying. So when she said this comment to me, I instantly knew what she meant by stressed because she would express the things that, you know, were hard during life. She would express the things that were trying during life. So I knew what she meant. And I think she was looking at my life and seeing that I was going down the same road that she went down in the beginning of, you would say, your adult stages. Um, and when I say that, I'm not saying in your 20s, because when you're in your 20s, you're not really, you think you're grown, but you're not grown. But when you get into your 30s and 40s, then you start seeing like, wow, this is life. And you start to question, is this it? And so because my mom was at a place where, I think she had some regrets. I think she had some shoulda, coulda, wouldas that she was trying to give me what she was feeling, but also to prevent me from going and making the same mistakes. One reason I think she did that is because she knew I really looked up to her. She knew I respected her and she knew I honored her. So she probably wanted to make sure that I just made good choices, not just for those around me, but also for myself. So this comment, I got used to being stressed out. I got used to being stressed out. I'm going to say it again because I want y'all to get this. I got used to being stressed out. So it became her norm. It became what life was. It became this is what it is. And She was telling me in so many words, this is not what it has to be. And you don't have to let it be that. And so I took that and I ran with it. I know in that moment, even though I did not speak a lot of things to my mom about what I was stressed out about or concerned about, that she felt it because she's my mom. She felt it. I know she did. And so I think that even in this, she was trying to prevent even those moments that we were together and remind me 
of what I should do. So I took this information and I ran with it. When I say I ran, I'm talking about I sprinted. I'm talking about I act like I was 12 on the track. I mean, I was gone. Okay. I took the baton and I ran and I thought about what she said and I made sure that when things were like a level one, they were going to stay at level one. You know, I wasn't going to let it become a, a big issue. You know, if it was something I could fix quick, okay, whatever. It's something that, you know, all I need is to grab someone to help me fix. I'm like, okay, whatever. I was like, even the things that were a level five and five being like, you know, high, one being low, five being high. I said, uh-uh. I remember what my mom said. I am not going to get used to being stressed out. So self-care became my thing. Yes, y'all, somebody say self-care. Self-care became my thing because I knew that part of why my mom was stressed was because she did everything for everyone else and never took time out for herself the way she should have. Now, I said should have. She did take some time. But I think that she was giving so much that she needed to take more time. And that's why she got used to being stressed out. And so self-care became my thing. When I talk about self-care, I'm talking about walking. I'm talking about getting a massage. I'm talking about getting your nails, your toes done. I'm talking about getting your hair done. I'm talking about getting dressed up, having a photo shoot. I'm talking about patting yourself on the back. I'm talking about going on vacations. I'm talking about unplugging and just doing you. I took it and I ran because I knew that part of what my mom was saying to me was that she believed that maybe the cancer wouldn't have taken over if her body and her nervous system wasn't stressed. So here we go. Let's get into it. I read in between the lines, on the side of the lines, under the lines, on top of the lines. And because I had a relationship with her, I knew what she was trying to say to me. Do you all have mothers that do everything for everyone else, but never finds time for themselves? Or do you do everything for everyone else, but then never find time for yourself? Like, are you that person? I believe my mom's words need to be shared. I believe that these words will change the direction of your life. And I believe that this is also what she would want me to do. The stresses of life. The stresses of life can become your norm if you let it. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Everybody under the sound of my voice, do not let the stresses of life become your norm. So my mom's last words were many, but this one stuck with me. Um, and I just meditated on her words. And I thought about what she was saying as we were driving from the mall, as we were on our way to get ice cream, I thought about what she said as we departed for that day and I dropped her off and I meditated on her words as I was driving home and these words spoke volumes for me 
listening. Always listen and take a minute to digest what is being said. Because they're trying to tell you or instill in you lessons of life that they are facing. So some questions I have for you, because if you are on this podcast, you are somebody who you are ready to have a healthy journey, not just with yourself, but in every aspect of your life. So questions for you. Do you find time for self-care? Do you stress over level one problems? Do you think you can control every part of how life is? Do you do everything for everybody? If some of your answers are yes to this, then you need to continue listening. I want to tell you a quick story. So my mom was trying to plan a trip after she found out she had cancer. She wanted to plan a trip for um, her and my father. And she brought me aside and she told me, to plan a trip and that I'll be a surprise for my father and that they'll go away and they'll enjoy themselves. And she just said to me, I've always wanted to travel. I was unable to travel the way I desire. Um, and let me just like give you a little touch of what she meant by travel because she did go and travel and see family and run revivals and um, minister at different churches um, outside of Boston, but she did not take vacations. So let me break this down for y'all. A vacation and a trip are two different things, okay? A vacation is you go someplace to vacate, you go someplace to unplug, you go someplace to have self care. A trip is I'm getting my car or I'm getting an airplane and I have a destination and I might spend a lot of t- time with families or um, loved ones or friends, um, but it's not going to be an unplugged moment. So it's not completely self-care. So when my mom said she wanted to plan a trip, the way she described it was like a vacation. So I said to her, you mean like a vacation? And she said, yes. And I said, okay, so I was in the process of planning a vacation for my mom while she is sick, recognizing she has cancer, But that also told me she was trying to do something that she couldn't do before that she desired to do now because she knew her time was winding down. And in that moment, having that conversation with her, I just said to myself, like, I don't want to do that. I want to I know I want to travel and go on vacation and take care of myself and live longer past my 60s. And these are things I want to do. And so I said to myself, like, I'm not going to wait until I'm sick. I'm not going to wait until I'm at a place where I almost can't do something. I'm not going to wait for that. I am going to live my best life right now, live my best life this current moment Live my best life according to, yes, still lined up with the word of God, but living my best life according to the desires and the purpose of my life. So I'm saying that to say this. I planned this trip vacation for my mom and my dad, but she passed before she could go. She passed before she could go. Because she started and decided to make a change in her life, the journey that she was going in, and it was too late. 
I don't want to be too late. So now I go on vacations and I enjoy myself and I don't feel bad that I go and I don't feel guilty that I go and I don't feel like anyone should be saying I shouldn't be able to go. Just because I have a family and I'm married, I think that there are ways where you can still go on vacation and enjoy yourself. So I'm looking at the fact that my mom really wanted to plan this vacation, surprise my dad, had me involved planning this. If she was unable to go, she's had some shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and she was trying to play catch up. I am not going to play catch up. And I hope you do not play catch up. Think about some things that you want to do. Think about some things in your life that you're just like, oh, I can't because this. Oh, I can't because that. Oh, I can't because you just got so many excuses why you can't. Take away the can't and just do it. Take away the I can't and just do it. Any kind of self-care is always going to be good for your well-being. All right. So in this story, I just wanted to point out that that shaped who I am today, like her comment, the things that were occurring right before she passed. And I think it was meant and it was necessary for my development in my four, in my 40s. Yeah, I don't I won't say how old I was. y'all. In my 40s, I'll give you all that. All right. And it also told me that there were some things that I must change. There were some things that I had to do. I had to invest in myself, do more self-care. Um, and not just like, because when we think of self-care, we think of like just physical, but even mental self-care is so important. Like, do I need a counselor? Do I need to talk some, to someone? Do I need more support? And it kind of pushed me to put myself out there. So I got to a place where I started like literally putting myself out there and being like, wow, like what's going on right now? But that self-care transitioned into so many other things. Like I put myself out there with continuing to say yes or saying yes more often when people ask me to minister in song or to preach at their church um, or another platform. Um, I've had the opportunity to be on so many platforms that maybe I wouldn't have said yes to. Um, I was on Word Network and I remember that day being just such a great honor and just being shocked that I was even invited to something like that. Um, and this was all because I wrote my book, What's Butterflies Got to Do With It, y'all? Go get my book. Go get my book. What's Butterflies Got to Do With It? You can order my book on www.likeitiswithmelissa.com. Likeitiswithmelissa.com. But I got all these opportunities and doors were opening all because I wrote this book. In that book, I talk about relationships. I talk about the seasons of my life. I talk about, I go beyond just uh, talking about marriage and pre-marriage. I talk about the relationship with yourself and um, that relationship journey that I had. And I take you on your own journey. I talk about the relationship with friends, the relationship you have with family, the relationship you have all around you. And honestly, the relationship I had with my mom and then all she imparted kind of drove me to do that. I started to invest 
in the upkeep of my well-being. And that meant telling some people no. If you are struggling with telling some people no, listen, listen, you already, that's the first step. I got to be able to tell people no. Can you do this? Nope. Can you? Uh, nope. Can you? I, I, nope. And I'm saying no because I need to set some boundaries. I need to protect myself. I need to protect my mind. I need to protect my self-care time. So no is not a bad word. Word is, That word, no, is such a good word because it's basically saying that I can't and I can't because there's something more important. And yes, I am more important than that whatever it is you're asking me to do because it's going to bring me to a place that I'm going to be mentally unstable or it's going to bring me to a place where I will be stressed. So no, I want you to know today that I feel like right now out of any other time in my life, I feel like I am walking in my purpose. And let me tell you why. This is something interesting about when people pass away. Something about someone passing away shifts your whole outlook on life. Makes you think about questions you probably wouldn't have thought about. It just, it's different. That's all I can tell you. It is different. So when my mom passed, I think and I feel like her passing pushed me more into my purpose. I mean, I started to learn a new instrument. I learned how to play the ukulele. Now I play it for my church. Now I play it when I go sing and minister. I could never see myself doing that. I started a YouTube channel and it's going really well. And I'm just like, I probably would have never done that. And now I'm starting this podcast. This is my first one that I'm doing. So y'all let me know how I'm doing y'all. But this is my first one that I'm doing. And I'm pushing myself to do more of the things that I desire and then more of the things that I believe like God has for me. And I'm open now. Somebody say open. Are you open today? You open to hear what God wants you to do? Are you open to learning from the people who have been in this world for so long when they're talking to you? Are you open to just throwing yourself out there? Are you open to saying no when someone wants you to say yes, but you know the answer has to be, should be, and needs to be no? Are you open? Make sure you're open today. You're open. I'm open to doing what's best for me and those around me. Don't live with regrets. Don't live with shoulda, coulda, wouldas, but live with I can, I will, I did. I can, I will, and I did. And live your best life to the fullest because life is short. If you didn't get anything from this podcast, remember life is short. Listen, I am here to speak to you and I hope that you take this in and then pass it along. Self-care is is so important. Family is important. And any advice or nuggets you get that will help you live this life better, please take it. Because I know I am so thankful that my mom said these words to me because it's changing me and it has changed me. And I am so happy with the turnout 
So I just want to say this. I am going to come on again in my next podcast. Um, will be, will just be to talk about my mom again. There were a lot of things she said to me. This was the first thing she said to me. I have some other things that she said to me. Um, but in that, there are life lessons that I think we all need to learn. And I want to pass it down. So thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for taking time out to join this journey with me. And I will see you soon. Peace.